Hello, 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 and welcome to Give Me More Reality. It's me, Kylie, and we are back again. All right, guys. So today, so I realized, so before I even get into what I'm going to be talking about today, I realized I am like kind of like a week behind on New York and Beverly Hills. So what I'm kind of talking about is not episodes that unfortunately have happened this week, but that have happened last week. So it was, you know, I I thought, you know, I'll just take the week off, but I didn't realize that they were still going to be, that we still had episodes of New York and Beverly Hills coming on. So that was my bad. But regardless, I'm, you know, kind of just, you know, we're just touching on those. So, you know, there, it's not uh it's not the not the ones I'm really uh, really recapping per se. You know, we're just kind of briefly touching on them real quick. Um, so now I know that I kind of talked about uh, Mary Tim Medicine a little bit. So the season, so the last uh, because the reunion was a three parter, and if anybody is watching Mary Tim Medicine right now, I do not understand what is going on with Contessa and Scott. I don't, I had to like, I zoned out, I feel like a little bit. I didn't know what the fuck was going on with them. Like it, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand what, I truly don't. I can't even, I can't even like try to like recap what even like happened or even talk about it really. <laughs> I should say I can't even, I can talk about it, but I can't really give any information because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what's happening. I mean, their, their marriage is in a rocky, rocky, in a rocky, rocky spot, but it's it's hard to know what's actually going on or what are actually you know the issues really are it's a weird place but that season had just ended if you're not watching married to medicine i highly 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 recommend it okay it is good it's so good the shade like the funny shade is just so amazing it's so good Heavenly and Quad are hilarious. I just love some Dr. Simone and Dr. Jackie's relationship. I'm hoping that they'll be able to get their friendship back on track here soon. Um, you know, it seemed like this season they were getting things back together. But uh, when you're when we watch the reunion, though, unclear. Unclear if they really are or not. I don't know. It's a little iffy. It's a little iffy. But, you know, prayers to Contessa and Scott. You know, like, hopefully they can work out whatever the fuck is going on over there. Um. I want to touch a little bit on my my love, my darling, Britney Spears. Um, she was in court, I think it was last week, I believe it was. Well, I don't think she was in court, but um, maybe it was the week before. I think it was last week, actually. But anyways. Um, and, you know, just let that girl dance, everybody. Okay? She doesn't even... She, like... What has happened to her and her career has made it to where, I mean, she clearly has, it's like crippling anxiety to even, you know, try to even deal with the the paparazzi of it all, or even just like performing anymore. It's just not, it's, it's not what she, it's not, it's not what she wants. She just wants to dance on Instagram and let's let her, let her get this Let her That's, that's her therapy. Let her just get it out. I still don't know what red is, but I can't wait to find out hopefully one day. I don't know what that means, but I don't care, and I can't wait to find out whatever it is, or if it's nothing, great, could care less. But I'm glad that she is, you know, she got the um, 
the attorney that she wanted. And so hopefully she's starting to get people, you know, um, uh, legally that are in her corner to be able to defend her and get her out of this goddamn conservatorship. Oh God, please, 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 please. She needs to, I, I just want her to get out of that. I want her to get out of it so badly. As we all do. Hashtag free Britney, everybody. I just, I love her so much. I love her so much. And I don't know, I feel like I, I saw something that said that maybe uh, Sam, the boyfriend, has proposed to her, which, all right. So that means, you know, at least, you know, some things are, things are changing, you know, because people are being called out. You know, the, the microscope's on them. The monocle, if you will, is on, it's on top of them. And watch the fuck out, everybody. Okay? Because everybody's fucking watching you. Everybody's watching you. Okay? So let our girl let her let our girl just live her fucking life. Okay, now that I've chatted about that, <laughs> got those little topics out of my out of my system. Um so um I'm of course going to recap, of course, my lovely, lovely, lovely Potomac ladies. And also we will recap Shaw's, but let me go ahead and just quickly touch on New York and um Beverly Hills. So Let's start with New York. I mean, uh, Bershon, I, I I don't know. Listen, she's new. She, you know, it, it, everybody wants to come after Sonia, you know, and and so, you know, I feel like it, she was, it seemed like it was easy pickings maybe for her, but Sonia did not back down. She said, oh, hell to the naw. But listen, you can't just be calling people clowns. You know, you can't. You can't be calling people clowns. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, are we in New Jersey? You clown, you clown. Anyways, uh, I feel like this uh, this week's ep- or the episode that I watched um, of New York when they are so they're still in Salem, um, and you know I thought this week's episode was better than the last couple of weeks. So at least there's that. Um, I just, I love, I love Sonia. I just, you guys, she just needs to be protected, protected at all costs. She does. She's so hilarious. Did anybody see the mid-season trailer? Because damn, it's going to be so, so good. Um, I think I posted like a quick little clip of it on my uh, IG page, uh, Give Me More Reality. And <laughs> Sonia gets hooked up with this, you know, um, you know, exotic looking man and uh, it looks like maybe like the next morning day or so uh her and luann get together and luann's like well did you have sex with him <laughs> am i sonia morgan <laughs> exactly is that a real question luann of course she did hello hello okay sonia's always you know she's she she gets what she wants she gets what she wants. Um, but I don't really have much more to say on New York than the whole Brashawn of it all. I was just like, oh, my Lanta. Like, Brashawn, please just take a seat. Like, you are doing too, 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 too much. Too, 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 too much. Appreciate it, but you're doing too much. So, Beverly Hills. Let's just get right into the fact. That, uh, let's get into the Erica Jane of it all. Okay? Let's just get right into it. <sighs> Guys... I'm having a hard time. I 
listen, is it okay for Erica to continue to flaunt her wealth when Tom stole like millions and millions and millions of dollars from victims, widows, orphans? No, that's not okay. Should she be wanting to try to help and give, give some money, give some of her money away to try to rectify this? Yes. Yes, I think that she should. But I feel for her. I feel terribly for her that, that this is what she's going through. I think that she found out about the situation before the divorce. I think that's why that's I think that's one of the main reasons why she got out of it. And maybe also because he was starting to kind of like like kind of like lose it a little bit like mentally and she just didn't know what else to do. You know? And so because he wasn't going to get any sort of like help or go see like a doctor or anything like that. I think that she felt like, you know, that she just had to get out of there. She had to, she had to save herself in a sense. And, you know, I think that when she left, I think that she thought that they were just going to go after him because he was the one that stole the money, not her. I did not, I don't think that she thought in any, any way that they were going to come after her. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, listen, Michael Rappaport was on Watch What Happens Live uh, last week, and I loved what he said. I loved what he said because he said, he said, yes, free Britney, but also hashtag free Erica Jane. And I can't agree more. I, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing, especially when you're talking about these, you know, again, these victims they deserve to have the this money that they went to court for like they deserve that money it's their money not even they deserve it it's their fucking money and tom literally took that from them he took it from them and <sighs> i just wish that she would do something help out in some sort of way just to make any sort of fucking gesture to just be like, maybe like, like, listen, I understand she doesn't have 28 million dollars. <laughs> she doesn't have $28 million. I get that. Okay. That was Tom's kind of money, not Erica Jane type of money. Listen, she's not, it's not like she's hurting by any stretch, but she definitely doesn't have the money in which Tom was moving with. But just even the gesture, I'm sure that people would appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. I just, I wish that she would do something, but I also, I feel for her. Uh, the crying scene though with, uh, okay, the, initially when we had the video call with Lisa, Kyle, and Erica, I felt like that was 100% like sincere and that, you know, she was clearly just like crying. She was very upset. Like I felt like that was a very, a very genuine conversation. Now the one with Kyle and Erica Jane, I still feel like it was genuine, but did we have to go with the non waterproof mascara to really prove our point that we were crying? I don't think that was necessary. I don't think that was necessary at all. And like, also like, could you just like wipe your face, please, for the love of God? I know that you feel those fucking tears on your face. Please wipe it. Wipe your face.
it just like made me kind of like I couldn't I couldn't help but think the whole time like I know that you can feel those tears so are you just trying to make this look super dramatic or or maybe or, or maybe she was just that upset and just couldn't 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 do it I don't know I don't know but I gosh I, it's hard because I do I just I want to be on her side <clears throat> I want to be on her side so badly because I feel like Tom fucked her over. Tom straight bamboozled her. Straight up. Understandable that she didn't want to ask him about the finances and stuff like that because Tom seemed like he was quite the kind of like, you know, dominating presence in their relationship. I don't know what to believe. I wish, I, you know, I... Hopefully some things, more things will come to light here soon enough in the sense of the case. I don't know if we'll get more information out of her in the sense of, you know, of what she maybe knew or did not know on the show. Unfortunately, I'm sure that she was, as much as she is kind of letting things out, she's also being very close-lipped about it. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But also, like, where was Dorit like this whole episode? Dorit was nowhere to be found she working on her fake accent <laughs> or the bridal line? I don't know. I'm being shady right now. Anywho, um, that's all I really have to say about Beverly Hills. You know, I just hashtag free Erica Jane. I don't know. I just, I know I'm sure people aren't going to really like agree with me on that. Whoever's listening. Um, but I feel for her. I do. I just could not imagine being in that situation being tied to something where you had nothing to do with it. I mean, it's not like she told Tom, hey, can you steal money from your victim or from your clients and put it into my um, into my business? That would be super helpful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not how the conversation went. So, I don't know. So, anywho. All right. So, let's go ahead and we're going to get right into, let's get into some Shaw's, shall we? I don't have really anything else to say about those about those two shows right now, but that's all that's all I had. So Shaw's. Okay, you guys. So this is so the beginning of this episode is the end of the Friendsgiving dinner. Okay, and um, it was when uh, Paulina was on the Paulina's on the phone, and you know Mike is basically like saying like you know tell them why you don't want to be here. And, you know, she's just saying like, it's hard to like be around you guys when the, he, he, you guys are his closest friends and you guys aren't being supportive. And, and, and Gigi just like came out, like, thank goodness. Like, God, I, I will say it a million times. I'm fucking loving Gigi this year. I am loving her because she was just like, listen, like you are the one that told us about what was going on. You didn't have to say shit. You put us into this. We didn't ask. We didn't ask anything. We didn't ask to do. We didn't ask. We had no idea anything was going on until you fucking messaged us all, messaged all of us, and fucking aired out y'all's fucking dirty laundry about what's going on in y'all's fucking relationship. So, and also it's just like, like with that sentiment, like with what, with what Gigi was saying, it's like, you went to us and that's the same thing that 
she's doing with Destiny. She's going to Destiny, she's saying one thing, and then she's going to Mike and saying another thing. And then you have Mike manipulating the fuck out of Paulina and making it seem like she fucking can't trust nobody. It's like when honestly, I feel like Destiny just had her best interest at heart and was just like, listen, you don't need to, you don't deserve to continue to be walked on, whether it be my friend or not. And, you know, like I was saying, like Gigi definitely was just like called her out in the set. Like, well, I think this is after Paulina had already hung up, but Mike was like, she's not like, she's not going and saying anything. And it's like, yeah, she is. How else do people know this shit? Like, it's just a messy ass fucking relationship, a toxic ass relationship. It's gross. It is gross. Like Paulina, get the fuck out of there. This is not going to, this is not the first time. This is not the last time. I just don't see, I don't, I don't see Mike changing his ways. I don't. Like I said before, I think Mike maybe just needs to be, maybe he just needs to be like in an open sort of relationship situation where maybe it's okay for him to message and kind of like sext or whatever, no meetups. I don't know. Or maybe he does need the meetups. I don't know. But what's going on right now is not, is not good for Paulina's psyche. And, you know, he's just hurting people. He's hurting himself with disappointment because he can't keep up his end of the bargain. And then he's also just hurting Paulina because he's making promises that he can't keep. It's shitty. It's hella fucking shitty. But honestly, like, whatever. Like, I'm so, I'm so over it. Like, I've talked about it so much. (laughs) Just fucking Mike's penis. Like, holy shit. Like, ugh. Jeez, like, I mean, I called it, like, the first or second episode, I'm going to be talking about fucking just Mike all the time. That's what this whole fucking season is about, is about fucking Mike's penis and how he can't keep it in his fucking pants. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, towards the end of the dinner, Mike and Reza, I mean, kind of, like, makeup, I guess. Um, You know, I, they kind of did. Like, they basically were, you know... They realize that they're they're both just not being the friends that they want, or the friends that 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 they deserve to, or the friend that each of them you know deserves. Mike just wants Reza to just like accept him and stop, basically like being like ups, like really upset with him and calling him out when he messes up, and and Reza just wants Mike to just be a good guy. You know, I don't think that's a crazy thing that Reza's asking for. <laughs> I don't think so. But, you know, but they made up nonetheless. So there's that. So, you know, happy Friendsgivings, everybody. <laughs> Said Friendsgivings. <laughs> happy Friendsgiving. Oh, goodness. Um, also, um, during the dinner, um, well, towards the end of the dinner, after Mike and Reza make up, uh, MJ just goes on to some crazy like ramble, dr- like a, a, a drunk ramble rant that, you know, you just don't know, you know, those drunk ramble rants where it's just like about like love and, and caring and just, you know, we just got to be there for each other, you know, like, I, like that's, you know, we're all just like, we all just love one another. And she was just rambling on and on and on. Nima made me laugh so hard because he said, MJ is having a heart to heart to no one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But without looking at Gigi, she was talking to Gigi. 
Oh my goodness. And I just wish that fucking Gigi and Nima would just fuck already and get it out of the way. Please. You guys, let's just see if you dig it. Uh, let's see if that sparks something. <laughs> I don't know. But I just want it to happen so badly. And they want it to happen so badly. Just let it happen. Let it happen. Nima was just like, gosh, when she's just like so feisty, it just is so hot. I don't know why. It's like, listen, yeah, you like a feisty woman. We we get it. So could you just like make a move already? Please. Like make a real move this time for the love. <sighs> And then Nima started hitting on Destiny. And I'm sorry, Nima, no. No, 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 no. Destiny will fucking chew you up and spit you out. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it's just not, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the couple I want to see together. So no, 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 Nima. <laughs> oh my goodness. So uh, you know, I just feel like, you know, again, Gigi has just been such like the voice of reason this season and it's a breath of fresh. I love this Gigi. I think Elijah has just, has softened her so fucking much. I just, I love it. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm loving her, loving her this season. Um, she and Reza um, and Destiny all meet up for drinks after the Friendsgiving get together and and, you know, she basically just tells Reza that, um, you know, just let Mike just be Mike. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing else. There's nothing else for you to do. Just let Mike just be Mike. You can be his friend with still allowing him just to be himself. And I think that's the problem is that Reza is just projecting his own fucking issues onto Mike. And and that's it. That's, that's the thing. He's, he's straight up projecting onto Mike. And Mike is projecting on Teresa because he got caught. It's just a fucking, it's a straight fucking projection fucking circle jerk. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so, okay, I, I loved the, in the episode where uh, Landon is helping, helping Nima with dating. Like she's trying to like spruce, spruce up like his like profile and stuff like that. But truly, I feel like Nima is not on the level of dating quite yet of what Landon, like the advice that Landon is trying to give him. <laughs> like, like Nima just like he does want to like find like a girlfriend, like, you know, maybe get like married one day like that. But also like right now he's just like in the I just want to fuck stage, which is great. Totally fine. It's just that Landon doesn't know how to help relationship wise at that stage. She's she's helping people that are further along that are definitely looking for relationships and, you know, trying to find something more substantial. It's not where Nima is and that's okay. But just really cracked me up. Uh, Reza's mom, I thought that she was adorable the way that she was joking about how much her dad, or that, sorry, how much uh, Reza's dad would just like always like be like cheating. Like she would make him his own like plate at night and he wouldn't show up until like eight in the morning. He'd be home for like maybe a few hours and then he'd be gone again. And he's like, well, where would she go? Where would he go? And she's like, well, have more sex. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but definitely, I just want, I want Reza's mom to be around more. Oh, goodness. Can we get her? I just need her and Vita around more often. That's all. That's all. 
Uh, Nima's earpiece date, though, that was rough. I mean, it wasn't rough. It was actually, it seemed like it was, as actually the date went pretty well. The duck situation in the back, though, was rough. That was rough to watch. <laughs> it's just like, where are they? Where, like, you have, like, these crazy, like, ducks, geese, whatever the fuck you want to call them, like, insanely just, just, like, in the background. Like, woof, woof, woof. Woof. But this is dating in the panda. You can't go inside. You gotta you gotta eat outside. What can you do? Just gotta deal with the ducks in the background. So romantic. <laughs> uh, so romantic. But yeah, I don't know how Nima could have done that. Like having having Landon <clears throat> having Landon in his ear, but then also trying to pay attention to his date. And I love that his date was like trying to like bust his balls every now and again because Nima needs that. And he likes he likes somebody like a little like a little feisty like that. So, you know, I, I like her, but still I would like just Gigi and Nima to just fucking hook up already. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Never know. Um okay. Then Mike and Paulina go on like this little date on these like little swan boats. Okay, super cute, which I was just like, where are these? I would love to go do that. That looks like so much fun. So much fun. It may sound sad, but I would do that by myself. <laughs> Puddle one of those swan boats just around the marina <laughs> on a nice day. Fuck it. Get myself a little bottle of wine and have a good time. Oh, goodness. It is a little sad. I realize that, but it, it's still like, I, w- I wouldn't mind it. wouldn't mind it at all. Just some alone time with me and my swan boat. so ridiculous oh my goodness okay but anyways their swan boat date to me felt like it was a little put on with how they were like having like their conversation and how mike was just like you know i'm just you know i know that there are things that i need to work on and you know i just i care so much for you i care so much for your kids i just never thought that i would care so much for somebody else's kids the way that i care for yours and not, I mean, listen, I'm sure he may feel that way, but I just felt like it was a little put on for cameras or they had talked a little bit about it before they actually sat down. It just felt a little, uh, felt a little rehearsed to me to be like, oh yeah, everything's fine, but actually everything's not fine. You know, I don't know, guys. I just thought that was weird. I thought it was the swamp boat date was weird to me. It was weird to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, and that was pretty much the end of the episode. Now we did get a preview though for next week and, you know, Reza and MJ are talking about the restraining order. And, you know, it seems like MJ just basically tells him like that needs to go away if we're trying to move forward at all. Like we have to like squash that, like that, that needs to be no more. And, and then they cut to Adam and Reza talking about it. And I guess Adam's apprehensive because then what lesson have we taught Tommy? What lesson was taught to your motherfucking husband, Adam? Okay. After talking mad crazy about MJ's re- reproductive system. Okay. Where was his fucking repercussions for that? So unfortunately, there's not a restraining order for fucking Reza's mouth sometimes. Okay, so Adam, like, shut it down. Shut it down. Just remove the fucking restraining order because at the end of the day, if Reza wants for things to be normal between him and fucking MJ for real, 
drop the goddamn fucking restraining order. That's it. That's it. Reza's done worse things than throw some pots around. Okay, nobody put restraining order against him. So, fuck off. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so that was pretty much it for Shaw's. Uh, let's get into motherfucking Potomac, you guys. Oh, I'm sure you can tell I kind of cut down the review for Shaw's a little bit, or at least I tried to. I just tried to focus on just the, you know, points just the good stuff and not just like taking on the whole entire fucking episode because I want all that fucking energy to go into Potomac, you guys. It's so fucking good. The episode was called Sing Sing for Your Supper. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, because last week's episode, we ended on a to be continued. So they're still at Wendy's house at the beginning of this episode, you know, having dinner and you guys, I felt so bad for that poor, poor chef. She slaved away making a delicious meal for these people. And she has to go in and interrupt their fucking crazy ass fight every, you know, for each goddamn course so she can announce what she made. And Wendy has to be like, guys, 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 Chef Anita's here. And then she tells them, she tells them the, what, what she had made, whatever the, you know, the dish that it was at that time. And then they, you know, take a couple, each of them takes a couple bites and then we're back at it again. We're back at it again. Oh my goodness. So I guess Karen brings up that she is upset with Giselle over something that she said over, like said some, she said some comment in her confessional, like four years ago. Like, it was a few seasons ago, and now Karen is just now bringing it up. Because <laughs> it, it was something that Giselle said after um, he, uh, Ray, had said to Giselle, you know, that, you know, you really just, like, you need to start, you know, getting it together, you know, so then you can, you know, find a man, basically. And, and... G uh, Giselle says in her confessional, like, basically, don't be worried about my dating life. You'll be six feet under before I even find anybody. Now, is it crazy to fucking say some shit about somebody possibly passing away? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. But is it even crazier that Karen is bringing it up four years later and says the reason why she's just now bringing it up because it's because her kids were too young for her to bring it up at the time? Please bring what up? It was already out there. Like, what are you bringing up? Like, if your kids were watching the show or heard about this, they would have known what Giselle had said at the time. So why wouldn't you just have brought it up then? Why, Grand Dame? Why? <laughs> and then uh, those shady editors, they cut to, I think it was like a housewarming party or something that Karen had done. I'm not sure. I can't remember what it was, but she straight fucking tongues Ray in front of her children. So, and they were like 19 and 20 at the time. And you could just see that they were just like, ugh, what's happening? Or they were just like, ugh, they're doing it again. <laughs> Hard to tell which sentiment we were going with. Hard to tell. Um, but Karen was just like, just, but ow, just shots fired all around the table. I felt like, well, not all around the table, but shots fired at Robin and, and Giselle for sure. Um, because then, you know, they start talking about, her doing her vow renewal and she uh, Karen says something to Robin like well when um when are you guys getting married 
And she's like, well, Robin's like, well, after the pandemic, she's like, yeah, well, if you do, like just shady, shady talking about Robin and Juan. And it's like, Karen, please. Like, what the fuck did Robin do? What did Robin do? Nothing. Robin's just over there just being Robin. She'll pop in and out every now and again. She'll throw a couple one-liners at us. I love Robin. I don't want her to go anywhere. I don't want her to go anywhere. For what? I mean, listen, she does not, she doesn't bring a whole lot of, uh, um, like, drama or, but she's a good-ass fucking housewife. Because when she, once she gets in it, like, she is in it. And you're like, damn, there's Robin. You know, you're just like, she's a, a sleeper hit. You just don't know. You just don't know. Oh, my goodness. And then um, finally, Wendy fucking admitted that she'd gotten her ass done at the, once they were, everybody was getting ready to leave. And I was just like, why, why say it now? And Mia called her out in her confessional and was like, well, I'm glad to see that you're comfortable now to say it after I have said everything that I've had done. And it's like, listen, Mia, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. After the dinner, we then cut to uh, Candace. And she is doing a new show, like a pilot, I think it is, or something. And um, I remember seeing her uh, posting something on Instagram, like back in, like when the pandemic was going, like still, like when we were like, I feel like in the thick of it. And, you know, just like, she was getting like glammed up and she's like, still got to work. It's like, okay, so you were, this is what you were doing at that time. Got it. Okay. I understand. Understanding still have to work. I get it. I get it. I get it. But also like. We're still in the middle of a pandy, <laughs> so <laughs> don't know how to feel. Um, and then we find out that fucking Chris has become her husbander, which, listen, that never goes well, you guys. Did it go well for Mariah? No. Did it go well for, uh... gosh, who else was a husbander? Oh, Tamar. Did it go well for Tamar? No. No, it didn't. It was the only two that I know that, that, I, that I can think of off the top of my head. But I just, uh, you know, wish them the best. I do. I just hope they have a solid foundation to be able for him to be able to be a husbander. Unclear if he does or if they do. But I mean, um, you know, I, and when they were talking about him being the husbander, I was just like, wait a second. Is he still a chef? Is he still doing the restaurant? Like what's going on? And then it was revealed. I think it was at the reunion. Um, which I guess I just forgot about. Uh, but they sold the fucking restaurant. You sold the restaurant when? How? In the middle of a pandy? What? But understandable in the middle of the pandy. It wasn't like rest restaurants were, it was struggle, a huge struggle. And some are still struggling trying to make ends meet from, from the pandy. So I'm not surprised that he had to maybe close shop. But now you're the goddamn husbander. Oh, God. Oh my goodness. And then I was so fucking uncomfortable when Ashley was talking to her mom about, about having sex with Michael. I'm sorry, with gross, with gross, gross, Michael Darby. <sighs> yeah, that was rough. That was rough to, that was what rough, rough, rough to watch. <laughs> I was just like, what are you talking? Like she is talking about how like, you know, I lay on my side, you know, like, you know, there's other, there's other holes for him to fill. And I'm like, oh, what? I just, I personally could never have that conversation with my mother. There's no way. There's no fucking way 
that I would have to talk like that <laughs> and have those type of, type of conversations. But Astra's a different fucking breed. <laughs> like She really is. She's just comfortable with it, like doesn't care, which is great. But also like, damn, <laughs> awkward for the rest of us to watch. And uh, again, Ashley just seems so sad in her confessional, you guys, when she was talking about, you know, well, like things are good and, you know, like we're making it work, you know, we're making it work with sex and it's just like, uh, just the look on her face. Like she just looks so sad. She just looks so sad. It's just like, she's just trying to make herself believe it, you know, trying to make herself believe that everything, everything's going to be fine. Everything's okay. It's like, it's not your husband's fucking gross. Your husband's gross and he's unfucking trustworthy. Just, ugh, just can't with Michael Darby. Cannot gross Darby. Uh, Giselle's house is a goddamn mystery, you guys. I do not understand what the fuck is going on there. I don't know what we're looking at exactly. They called her like her room, I believe, or like the entranceway, like the West Wing. And then like the rest of the house, which I'm just like, I'm very confused by it. Very confused by the construction that we're dealing with. I just, I, I don't know the outside. Like Robin said, the inside looks great, but the outside looks crazy. And she ain't fucking wrong. Uh, it's also, is Robin still flipping houses, you guys? Is that happening? Can anybody tell me? <laughs> or is she giving up on that after it took her fucking like a year and a half to flip a house? Which I've never flipped a house, so I don't know how long it's supposed to take. But it seemed like it took Robin a very long time. A very long time to get that house in order. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, and then, uh, was it, we have Karen and Karen and Ray, they were, um, like discussing cause they wanted to get like the ladies together. Uh, Robin or not Robin, I'm sorry. Karen was saying that she like felt bad. She felt like she had gone a little too hard at Giselle at Wendy's place. And, you know, so, so she wants to get everybody together. Great, 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 great. She asked, she asked Ray to come up and help her make her bed. And, and these editors, again, you guys, zoom in over and over again on the pillows on their bed because uh, Karen last season divulged that she has a vibrating pillow, which I didn't even know that that existed, but like, where do I get it? Like, send me a link, shit. Like, <laughs> where do you get a vibrating pillow? It was just so funny. It was so fucking funny. I just, I loved it. I just love the editor. I love the editors. They just are, they crack me the fuck up. Ah, oh, they're just so amazing. They're doing the Lord's work, you guys. Doing the Lord's work. Um, Wendy's mom talking about how she wants all their, she wants a boob job. And now that she's seen Wendy's new boobs. And she wants all of her kids to pay for it. Which I just like love. She's like, listen, I'm not paying for it. Y'all did this to me. Y'all are going to pay for it. So mommy wants a new fucking, a new boob job. So when, when should I make my consultation appointment? <laughs> oh, gosh. And then that was also when Wendy um, told her family that she is going to be doing a lifestyle brand. And... Uh, has she not learned from the other housewives with lifestyle brands? But maybe this will be different for her. Who can say? But I'll say this. Her husband, Eddie, who is the one that's been, who's kind of like taking up 
the business end of it, he does not seem like he believes that uh, that Wendy is going to get this uh, off and popping. But her patching looks great. I like the packaging quite a bit. So who can say? It's like, if you're able to put that much attention into the packaging, like, who am I to say they, that this won't work out? So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Eddie seemed like he did not, uh, he wasn't completely on board. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Karen goes over to um, Ashley's house and, you know, Ashley is like, listen, like you dropped like a lot of bombs, like, on like Giselle, like what is like what is Sing Sing? You're saying she had like a hot box, like what is like going on? And and Karen said that she had to look it up when she got home. She had no idea what Sing Sing was, and she just now you know when she googled it, she realized it's a correctional facility. <laughs> she said she said, listen, I was just going with the darkness of the conversation. It just sounded good. Oh my gosh. I just, I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, I feel like this episode though, um, I don't, again, I don't know what's going on, but, or what happened in the last, in the first episode, but to this episode, definitely her, her makeup is looking a lot better, but I don't know what the fuck was going on last episode. Like she looked like a different person, y'all. Like it was weird, but glad to see that we have kind of like regular Karen face coming back. Maybe Karen got work done. Maybe that's why things were looking so weird, which is fine. Just something was awry. Something was not right. Um, but yeah, so little baby Dean wakes up from his little napper dues and, uh, and, you know, actually tries to warn Karen, you know, he's not great with like, like, you know, with the new faces and stuff like that. I mean, that boy started crying immediately immediately and karen just fucking slinked right on out of there she's like no no no, i'm gonna let you deal with that i'm gonna be out of here and when she left ashley was just like why can like, she's a friend like it's all right like you know new faces are okay and she's <laughs> and ashley said you know it's okay uh, karen will always have a new face <laughs> and she ain't wrong she ain't wrong so everybody gets like their little like invites to go to Karen's house for, you know, her little like soiree, like couples get together or whatever. One, like immediately when he sees it, he's like, yeah, I ain't going. <laughs> Which tells me that Robin told Juan what was said about their relationship at that dinner at Wendy's house. And Juan's like, okay, got it. Fuck, fuck Karen. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. So Robin and Giselle both did not come, but everybody else was there. Shockingly, Candace showed up, which I was like shook by. But I mean, they had like a really good, it's not, like they had like a good time. That game that they played, the um, kind of like newlywed-esque game, so fucking funny. I loved it. I was just cracking up. I was cracking up uh, by like their answers, by just the fun that they were having. Like it was just like amazing. Before we really get into that whole end of it, um, you know, I just want to say, like, Giselle's daughters are, like, amazing. Like, they definitely have some, they are, some, like, down-to-earth girls. Like, they have their heads on straight. They, you know, just tell their mom how it is. And, you know, they're like, listen, don't give us any dating advice, okay? Please. <laughs> Please, okay? You don't know what to do. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, they're just like so cute. I just really, I just thought that was just such like a cute scene. Uh, back at the party at Karen's house, you know, they have uh, drinks and food and stuff like that all like prepared and all that good stuff. And they, 
um, the bartender makes a, like a love potion, I think is what she called it or whatever. But Ray was filling himself with those drinks. Like you could tell, like Ray had a, got a few before everybody really got there because he was like a different person <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> I like drunk Ray. I like drunk Ray. Um, and, and then somehow the ladies got onto the topic of Mia having her, uh, clit redone or whatever. And, and they were just like, and so, you know, because they were, oh, that's right. Because they were talking about how Mia has always had, uh, she had scheduled C-sections for her three children. And, and Ashley was just like, well, wait, what? I like, I thought that you got like your clit fixed because, you know, like you had, you know, a lot of babies and so things got stretched or whatever. And she's like, oh no, no. Like, um, you know, it's just, it was too much sex. And, and Candace said, Candace said that she had a busted ass bean. <laughs> Not a busted ass bean. Oh my goodness. Her bean is busted. Her bean was busted and she needed it to get fixed. And I don't even know what Mia was talking about later on, but she kept saying mish instead of mess. <laughs> she said it was just like a big old mish, you know, and then this mish happened and <laughs> instead of mess, <laughs> it's just a mish. Oh my goodness. Just so funny. So, so funny. And Mia and Wendy, they get into it a little bit, which I was just like, damn, okay. I like that, like, Mia, like, she was, like, standing up for herself. Like, she wasn't, like, trying to let nobody put any sort of, like, words into her mouth. Like, I, I was just like, I'm here for it. I am here for it. Like, Mia, do not fucking back down. Like, you got this. And she was very much so giving me last season Candace vibes, where she, like, kind of, like, put, like, her hand up or whatever. And Wendy was like, don't put your hand in my face. And Mia was like, well, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> Do we got security guards in the building? Because damn, like we got to be careful with putting like hands, fingers, anything like that close to people's faces because people will get fucked up. <laughs> and Wendy called herself Zen Wen, which I loved. I love, love, love. And from the preview last week, it sounds like she's continuing to call herself Zen Wen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But Zen Wen was not Zen during that... Um, during that uh what's it called that newlywed game where they had i think the question was like who are you most attracted to out of this like friend group and um I'm, i mean it sounded like eddie put down mia at first and basically wendy was like you better not like you need to change it to that like she was like whispering and i'm not exactly sure exactly what she said but the only thing i really heard was her saying like well, it better not be mia i, I could have sworn i saw mia on that board <laughs> And you see Eddie just like frantically racing. <laughs> oh my goodness. And Mia and her husband, the big reveal from the game was that they had sex at a, um, at a Waffle House bathroom. Like, damn, y'all. The Waffle House bathroom? Now listen, I love me some Waffle House as much as the next. But there ain't no way I'm fucking doing it on a fucking Waffle House bathroom. Holy moly. But listen, also though, like, good for y'all. Get it. You know, fuck it. As long as y'all are having a good time. <laughs> like, it's just not for me. Just not for me. Public bathrooms is not a place for me to have sex. It's just not for me. <laughs> also, Ray, Ray said that he was most attracted to Katie in the friend group. <laughs> 
not Katie. Not Katie. Oh, Ray. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just so funny. I just love it so fucking much. So, so fucking much. Just like I said, Ray was lit during that party and I was here for it. Uh, I like lit Ray. I really, really do. Um, and then also, uh, Mia and her husband met at a strip club and Mia said, and they were, everybody was like, wait, you were a stripper. And she's like, oh no, no, no. I was the bartender. And I'm like, Mia, listen, girl, you were not the goddamn bartender. We all know that you may have been the bartender that night, but you ain't typically the bartender. Okay. Yeah. I hear twerking and jerking and that's fine. Get yours. Do what you got to do. Ain't no shame. Just saying. You ain't you were not a bartender. <laughs> but cool story though. <laughs> oh my goodness. But um next week's episode looks amazing. And I already just like cannot wait to see it, you guys. I just love Potomac so fucking much. Oh my goodness. Just such a joy. Such a joy to have Potomac on. Love, 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 love it. Um the premiere, like I said, is like, cannot wait. Cannot wait. Because it looks like Zen Wen comes out to play again with Mia. And good golly, uh, Ms. Molly. Um, I don't think that, I don't know if Giselle and Karen will ever like repair whatever like their friendship is. You know, I don't know what's going to happen there with that. But it looks, just looks amazing. Looks amazing. It looks like Giselle has pulled out some sort of somebody had she had pulled out some sort of like pictures and they were like, Who's that? Who's that? And I'm like, Oh no, she did something shady. What did Giselle do? <laughs> oh my goodness. But that's why I love her. That's why I love her. She's shady as fuck. Just that green-eyed bandit at it again. At it again. Oh my goodness. I just love these shows so much, you guys. So um I have been watching love after lockup and you know so but you know we only have i only have so much time in the day and it's already been really hard enough to try to do just these couple of shows that i've been reviewing and then trying to touch down on roni and and uh, bh and so but if whoever's listening if you want to hear me talk about love after lockup i would definitely be down so you know just things like switch it up with for sure. So we will see. But God damn it, I'm just so happy that fucking Potomac is on. So fucking elated. Oh gosh. I love that show so much. I can't say it enough. I truly can't. I truly can't. Um well that's pretty much it, you guys. So just another great episode from Potomac. Um, Shaw's is still, I mean, this season has been, I mean, leaps and bounds better than last season for sure. So I am loving that as well. Um, you know, I don't know where BH is going to go exactly. I'm hoping that we'll get some more information from Erica. Also hope that uh, Roni also... Um, is you know the the mid-season trailer for roni it looks great so i'm hoping that you know things will start to start to get better with this the second half of the season here so fingers crossed everybody but we will see what happens so all right well that's it for me you guys just thank you so 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 much for whoever is out there listening i so truly appreciate it i hope that you enjoy the podcast um if you'd like to interact a little bit more please follow me on my ig page give me more reality um you know drop a line 
<laughs> drop me a line y'all so i know that you're out there um but yeah so just thank you guys so much again just whoever is listening i so 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 appreciate it all right guys well this has been give me more reality and you guys have a great great rest of your day just zen went it up bye guys